Let's that. be honest. Yeah. Shatter compared to Stoneboy, they have not had the same year. Shatter- who, who, in your opinion, has had a bigger year? You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Right. Welcome to a brand new episode of Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. I'm Adi Shopper Live, and this is where we break down the hottest stories within the Afropop culture and, of course, viral stories around the world where I share you my opinion alongside my guests in the studio. Well, you can catch us on any platform, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share and comment. We appreciate every single support coming our way uh, on the platform. And if you're in the UK, you can also Catch us every Saturdays on Yanga TV at 7.30 p.m. And on Mondays, a repeat at 7 p.m. on Sky 186 and Freesat 171. Now in the studio to join me, uh, joining me in the studio to break down the headlines this week is a a colleague of mine who's coming back for for the second time. We enjoyed his company so much, we had to bring him back uh, for a second time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the incredible (laughs) DJ and presenter, Rod Rats. Hi, how's it going? Thanks again for having me again. Listen, man, thank you very much for coming in. There's a lot for us to talk about again, and it so happens that we've got Cameroon (laughs) on the agenda. My country is always causing Wahala. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, some of the headlines that we'll be looking at this week is Naramali Cameroonian concert cancelled as military secure the venue. Uh, Rosie Mir marries Tonto DK's ex-husband. And B. Simone went viral for comments about women being what they are looking for in a man. And David O. If and Fall certified gold in the United States of America and lots more. So let's get into it, my brother. We're starting in Cameroon, where this week, Naramali's headline Valentine's Day concert was cancelled not once, but twice, hours before the show. Well, there had been uproar in some sectors of the entertainment industry in Cameroon since Naramali's concert was announced. Over the last couple of months, there's also been uh, an anti-Nigerian movement in Cameroon calling for the ban of Nigerian music, led by a popular comedian who says Nigerian music was dominating the airwaves. Nigerian artists were being flown to headline concerts in the country and were being paid ridiculous amounts of money to perform whilst Cameroonians, uh, Cameroonian talents weren't getting enough exposure and support in their own country. Well, Naramali a few weeks back caught wind of the tension and announced that he will be collaborating uh, with of course, collaborating with Cameroonian artists on his visit to the country and expressed his love for his fans and the country as a whole. Well, fast forward to last week, it appeared the promoters were, were sabotaged as the venue owner allegedly called in security services saying an agreement to hold a concert at his venue wasn't concluded as he felt the city uh, the venue was located in was unsafe. The promoters put a statement out uh, saying they tried their best to make it work, but due to situations beyond their control, they had to cancel. Naramali also said on a video that uh, the show will be rescheduled after it was 80% sold out. The popular, comedian, uh, the popular comedian at the center of this controversy over the last couple of months later went online and claimed the petition was submitted to the Cameroonian government to shut down the concert as Naira, Mali, Naira Mali's ways were immoral and his public dispa- display of smoking marijuana was bad for the youths in Cameroon. Rod Rance, this story <clears throat> keeps 
on giving birth to another. <laughs> yeah. Over the last couple of months, yeah. the rise of the anti-Nigerian music yeah. uh, ban, the conversation has started. You yeah. know, um, you and I have spoken here a couple of times yeah. about in agreement that Cameroonian musicians and creatives deserve yeah. a lot more support yeah. in their country than yeah. they've been getting so far. Yeah. So I don't think that's a, a, a topic of argument. I yeah. think without doubt, uh, local creatives should be getting lion's share, yeah. the lion's share of support on airways or their DJs in their country, period. Yeah. However, you know, the anti-Nigeria, ban Nigerian music is starting to, you know, borderline becomes something something else something else yeah. it's starting to stoke the fire yeah. of you know xenophobia and mm -hmm. with scenes that we've seen in the likes of south africa we don't want to see those scenes but yeah. fast forward to now yeah um naramali is almost paying the price yeah for this anti-nigerian sentiment mm -hmm. you know a little bit about what's going on yeah uh, what are your thoughts about what has happened over the last week so firstly, the claim that the location Naramalo is supposed to be performing yep. is, is, is a dangerous um, war zone, that is true to an extent. Okay. However, there's an artist who did a show on the exact same day in mm. Kumba. Kumba is where we had the school shooting last year where 12 kids were gunned down. Yeah. That location is 10 times worse than where Naramalo was meant to be based. Where now Mali's show is supposed to take place, that's where me and my family live. I've mm. just come back from there in December. Other than on Monday, where it's ghost town, Tuesday to Sunday, everyone's turning up. It's, a, it's, it's party time. Mm. So that in itself, let me shut that down now, is nothing to do with the location. Okay. Now, the comedian in question yep. has now come out and said that, he put out a video saying that he's him. He wasn't preaching hate, X, Y, and Z. Da, 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 da. Let me make one point clear. Prior to this band Nigerian music thing yep. happening, Joe had been there. His show was went well. Yeah. Rema had been there. His show went well. People had been there. The show went well. At the moment that they said this band Nigeria thing, Nara's show was the first show but since if you, that band But Nigeria if you remember, thing. the comedian also was very proud to say that Joe Boy's show didn't go well because people um, ha didn't buy tickets as the promoters would have expected. That was one of the the reasons why he made the first video yeah. months ago to yeah. say, well done, Cameroon, yeah. for not showing out for this guy, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But yeah, please carry on. So his argument is that um, he's not happy with seeing foreign artists coming into... He's now changed it from ban Nigerian music. He's now saying that he's not attacking Nigeria. Yeah. And he's now saying that he's saying he doesn't want foreign artists in general mm. to come into Cameroon and do big shows and get paid more than the Cameroonian artists, which, okay, fine, I understand where he's coming from. Yep. But then... Let's put it this way. Fali Ipupa, yep. a Congolese artist, was in the country the same the week. Same week, did a sold out show. Yep. Unless I'm mistaken, Congo is not in Cameroon. No, it's not. So why is nobody saying anything about that show? Why was that show allowed to go ahead? I'm not saying that it should have been stopped. I'm yeah. happy it went ahead. Yeah. But why was that one such a smooth ride compared to Nara's one? Now, let me break it down for you. Fali's show took place in Douala, mm. which is the French-speaking part of Cameroon. Yeah. Nara's show was meant to take place in, um, English. in the English part. Fali's show, French-speaking artist, a French show. Yeah. Nara's was an English-speaking artist, was going to be for the English people. Yeah. I'm not saying what you think I'm saying, but whatever you think I'm saying, that's what so I'm saying. So basically you're saying <laughs> that there's this beef that continues between the English-speaking part and yep. the Francophone-speaking yep. part of Cameroon had something to play had with it. Something Had to something do to with play. This. I feel like there was definitely a political influence on that, on that front, like mm. rather than allowing 
the English people to enjoy, they wanted to go and shot one of the biggest shows that would have been happening in the English. That would have lifted the spirits. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy. Shout out Kosi. His show went ahead. His show looked like a sick show. Mm. I'm happy his show went ahead. But his location was definitely more more dangerous than Naira's. So Mm. if Naira's got cancelled because of safety reasons, Kosi should not have gone What about the promoters, though? If if they Apparently, they cancelled the show twice before Mm. the show and they had to move location Mm. after the first one was cancelled into a different venue and then eventually they ultimately shut it down what about the promoters if you're bringing in a naira mali a nigerian uh, superstar artist into the country to perform Mm. and you know that sentiments were a little bit techy over the last couple of months yeah wouldn't you make sure that so your venue was secured the agreements were perfect so the reason why i'm hearing that kosi's show went ahead was Mm. because he did all the right things he spoke to the right people he did it he met who he needed to meet to make sure everything went through smoothly yeah and the promoter for the naira show didn't do that okay that's one of the reasons why i'm hearing that it didn't go ahead but at the same time when you think about it this isn't his first show. This is not his first rodeo. Yep. So surely he knows there's certain things he's got to do for Go it to go ahead. Calls. Which is what makes me really question if it's really the promoter's fault. Hmm. Because surely he would have known I need to do X, Y, and Z for it to go through. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't think it's to do with the promoter. Just think that there I were more ge- powers at play. Yeah, I think I think it was to do with a political thing. I'm also hearing sources telling me that some artists were involved in in a petition in a petition in bringing information at, like to to the do yeah. and things like that to try and stop the show i am also hearing people saying that because nara is supposedly a bad influence on the youth that's because, now that's the one i wanted to bring now yeah. the comedian said that in a video yeah that nara mali was a bad influence for the young people in cameroon yeah that he was smoking what they call banga or whatever yeah. it is which yeah. is weed uh, yeah. and, and stuff and he didn't feel that that was you know the right type of entertainers that yeah. cameroon should be allowing to perform in Cameroon. What are your thoughts about those sentiments? Um, So from a a responsible point of view, I understand what he's trying to say. But I, again, reject what he's saying because... If Naira Mali had come to Cameroon and smoked marijuana in Cameroon, he would not be he the first be. person and in Cameroon. And somebody in Cameroon and somebody supplied it, okay? <laughs> I've been to Cameroon, I've chilled about this, I've seen what goes down in Cameroon. <laughs> Naira Mali would have not been the first artist to smoke marijuana ever in the entire history of Cameroon. So him saying that Naira should be banned <laughs> that was for an that, excuse. that's ridiculous. He's, he's, right now he's running scared because he's, he's, he's realised... He's starting to feel He's realised the, the kind of fire he's creating. Yes. And he's getting hate and and reported left right and center yeah. he's now trying to back backtrack and say yeah. x y and z he messed up mm. just come out and say look i was wrong i apologize for what i've started and allow it to go ahead and same with the 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 artist like what what's irritating me is that for example there's an artist called shoyo mm. <laughs> i will say his name speak to i me. hope he sees this speak to me shoyo a week before the nava show got announced he was behind the whole band nigerian music da, 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 da. Mm. the week the nava show was announced Who's one of the first people posting the flyers supporting Naira Mali? Shoyo. No way. Shoyo was How one of the come? first to post the flyers saying, yeah. Because he wanted to perform on the show? Yeah. But was you not just saying bad Nigerian music? How long ago? <laughs> This is what I mean. This, this kind of fakeness is what's irritating me with our industry. Mm. Like I understand the music industry has this, but come on, like let's 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 at least be smart about yeah, it. Let's yeah. not be publicly fake. Because if you <laughs> if you had publicly said, please ban Nigerian music, yeah, and then a week after you're publicly promoting a Nigerian musician that's coming into Cameroon, that's being publicly two faced. Two faced, yeah. And on top of that, there's artists who have supported the ban Nigerian yeah. thing. 
but I know that they're about looking to go and look, looking for Nigerian features. So I don't understand. Pick your side. What side are you on? Mm. Like, I don't understand this two-facedness. And it just makes you look bad. It makes the industry look bad. It makes, mm. it makes us look bad as a country mm. if mm. you're doing that. Mm. So I think I agree with you, but I, I also just want, you know, again, to, to use this opportunity to just send a message out there that there are a couple of things that we need to do um, mm. in, as, as Africans, Cameroon, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya. Yeah. We need to, first of all, ensure that the local creatives and local artists do get the type of support that they deserve yeah. in their individual countries. Yeah. And that support should be a lot more than external support. Mm. And I'm talking about Cameroonian artists getting more radio play, DJ play in Cameroon yeah. than any other person coming in. Yeah. That should be standard. Second of all, we also need to inform and teach and educate some of our young artists from various parts of Africa yeah. how to ensure that they get more support for their content outside of their countries. Yeah. So young Cameroonian artists that you've been trying so hard to get in contact with, yeah. we need to let them know that the various uh, you know channels that they yeah. can get their music and their voices outside of Cameroon so yeah. they don't feel like they're just creating, but it looks like, yo, man, these Nigerian and Ghanaian artists are just blowing up around the world. But, yeah. you know, everybody's just forgotten us out here. Because yeah. those type of feelings... That's where it stems from. Yes. That's where it stems from. When they feel as though they're putting in all this work, but they're yep. not getting the glory that they deserve. That's Absolutely. where it stems from. Absolutely. But the thing is, like, they have to understand there's, certain, there's a right and wrong way to go about mm. this music industry. Mm. If you go about the wrong way, you will not last long. The music industry itself is not a very long career it's a, it's for It's a very artists. fickle industry. Yeah. And it, everyone knows everyone. Like, the words you say today can end your career Absolutely. tomorrow. Absolutely. So you need to be careful of your words, your actions, careful how you move, mm. the way you treat people. You could treat the wrong person wrong Fact. and your career is done. done. And you would never even know that was the wrong person. <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I saw... Um, uh, an interview with Shaggy, the yeah. dancehall artist, uh, about a year, just before the pandemic started. Yeah. You know, he had a collaborative album with Sting and they went on a world tour. You know, I think it was Grammy nominated or maybe they, they even won the Grammy. I'm not yeah. too sure. And he, they were speaking about, oh, wow, how did Shaggy and, and Sting come back to do a joint album together? You know, yeah. that's huge. And he said when he was on top of it, you know, the, the, the charts like yeah. in the 90s yeah. Shaggy was the biggest thing in the early 2000s yeah. there were a couple of young people that were working at record labels so when he travelled to Europe UK and France these were runners yeah. that were just assistants make him coffee make yeah. him you know make sure he's comfortable and da 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 and then fast forward to 2018 yeah. when he came back into the UK and his deals in record labels were done mm. They sent an email. His manager was trying to pitch mm. a deal to one of the record labels mm. and was you know, introducing Shaggy and stuff and copied him into that email yeah. to one of the bosses of the biggest record labels in the world. Yeah. And the person responded and said, oh, I know Shaggy. I was the, you know, I was the runner back in 1998 yeah. at this record label. Shaggy, say no more. We're giving him the deal. Yeah. Let's get it done. Yeah. And Shaggy was like, wow. Mm. That 20 plus years after, mm. how he had treated that person then played into the benefit that he received mm. 20 years later. Yeah. So it's super important when you're navigating this industry to be humble. Treat people just like Yeah, to be beings. humble. I feel like that's that sense of, what's the word I'm looking for? Entitlement. The entitlement. That yep. sense of entitlement that 
um, a lot of Cameroon artists have. A lot of artists have it in general. A lot of artists, yeah. But, but, but in, in this particular case, yeah, a lot yeah. of Cameroon artists have. Yeah. That is what's going to be the downfall of, of our industry, that mm. sense of entitlement. Like, there's nothing, it doesn't hurt you to be humble. It doesn't hurt you to be nice to somebody. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't hurt you to, be, for, to show human kindness, mm. not mm. to treat others as, as though you're better than them. Mm. Because that's, 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 those are the people that don't get, that don't get far. Mm. The ones that get far are the ones that show that, that, that humbleness. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's artists now, for example, I'll give you an example. When I first interviewed Simi, hmm. this was like three years ago. Yep. I'll be honest, Simi, if you see this, I love you. When yeah. I interviewed her, I had no idea who she was. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I booked it. Interview. Yeah, you yeah. booked it for yeah. I had no idea who she was. Yeah. But she was so nice Ooh, on that day. She was super cool. I have not stopped playing her music since. This Facts. is three years ago. Facts. I'm like one of her biggest supporters or, or like in the UK. I play everything. I feature her almost dancing, every single she week. She was doing She's everything. Laughing. Yeah, yeah. I that, that's, 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 that's what being nice to someone. Like, at the time as well, our show hadn't really blown, blown yeah, yet. Yep. Now those shows are at a level where everyone's watching. Yeah. I'm still pushing Simi Heavy as one yeah. of our original people to Facts. show us love. Do you know what I mean? Facts. And then there's Facts. artists that we've had who have not been as nice. Yeah. I don't push them as much. Yeah. If you don't hear from them, you don't care. Yeah, but when you, when people leave a, a a fantastic mark on you, yeah, you go looking for them. Even when you don't hear from them, you message them like, "What's the new?" To be honest, coming out? even Simi, we've yeah. not spoken in a while, but because of that one time, she was so nice. The to impression us, she left was so with you. good. Fact. I'm still pushing her stuff as, as though we're best friends. Absolutely. I, I hope a, one day we'll be best friends. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> <laughs> well, from Cameroon, we head over to Ghana, where dancehall superstar Shatawali slammed popular broadcasters, uh, saying he deserved the Artist of the Year nomination and win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any you win at any award in Ghana due to the monster collaboration he had with Beyonce mm-hmm. in already mm-hmm. in 2020. What they try? Make somebody even so kaftan for you. They feel no they fit you because you know they look like rich men for redo. You don't look like people where they just clean floor where they come sit there. Trust me. Some of you they feel buy shirt and if you watch your shirt and say you tire before you get the shirt. Yes, you tire because you do hustle. But you go come sit with you and you talk without you don't get knowledge about what you talk about. And some flex. And Dusty, you before you are my niggas. You are my niggas. And since you my niggas, I will tell you the fact. We are not going to feel like stop the bring some nonsense people. You and the Dusty, you be rapper, Sammy Flesh, you be dancer. Make you people do collabo and come out there. And stop the day with the top and they talk this nonsense. You put the warriors. <laughs> well, my brother, um, you heard Shatawali there. <laughs> <sighs> when I saw this, I know we've got to be honest. The collaboration with Beyonce was huge. Was huge, massive, um, massive, huge. Arguably one of the biggest collaborations in a long time. In a long time, yeah. yeah the Whiskey, Beyonce, Brown Skin Girl was massive as well. But I, but I like just think already was bigger because of the video that they shot together and the vibe of the song. And it was a cl- just. It like had a that dance. club, that typical. That's Africa. We want to dance. That's, we we want to dance. We want to dance. No, that's a big record. Yeah. But when you now, I don't know what started the conversation. Perhaps the broadcasters mm. were speaking about artist of the year. Yeah. Um, I know the VGMAs are about to come up, so maybe nominations have come up or something yeah. like that. But he said, for now, mm. nobody should be talking about artist of the year. It mm. should be Shatawale, and he went ahead to slam both yeah. broadcasters heavy. Yeah. Um. I have my opinions when mm. big artists come out publicly 
to mm-hmm. attack media personalities that way. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it could be taken as a scare tactic mm-hmm. where the personalities now get scared into not sharing to their be opinion. Quiet. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's not really like a personal opinion on the artist, but it's an opinion on the culture, yeah. which is their duty to do. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, on how Shatawali has handled this and how hard he, he went on these guys? What's up, my people? My name is Adi Shopiralaji, the AKA Shops. You do AKA the Energy God, and I'm officially on Fanbase. Now, Fanbase is a partner of Adi Shopiralaji, the official Afrobeats podcast. So you can hit me up on there if you have any questions about getting into the music industry, about the Afrobeats culture, and I'll specifically speak to you. Like I said, I'm giving free advice on Fanbase at the moment, so make sure you join Fanbase and hit me up for more information. Okay, so I feel like attacking the media personalities. The same way artists are open to be attacked. Criticised, yeah. Criticised, sorry. Yeah. The same way we are open to be criticised. So Fact. I feel like he might have gone too far of his words, yeah. but he was in his right to criticise if he felt as though he needed to criticise. Yeah, it's if about he felt that he yeah. Now, in terms of using as a scare tactic, if that happens, if that's the case, then it's down to you as a personality to maintain your level of professionalism mm. and at the end of the day, do your job. Because a lot of um, a lot of media houses will appreciate the fact that you're you're you're, you're real. standing your ground. You're standing and you're your doing ground. Your job. You're not afraid to ask the hard questions. Yeah. Because that that's what gets you the views, anyways. Mm. If you back down and start tiptoeing, you know, the views will go down. The the, the clicks will go down. Mm. You lose your job. Mm. So mm. It, yeah, that's where you go. Just hold your ground and be like, cool. Look, listen, whatever's been said has been said. But I've done my job. Like mm. for example, when I when I interviewed Pastor Toby, yeah. I'll be honest, I was scared because I knew I was coming to grill this guy. I was scared. I walked in the room and saw seven big guys. <laughs> yeah, I was he, scared. He moves with I was scared. He has his own squad that he moves exactly, with. Exactly. Yeah. But I knew I'm a professional. I've come here to do one job. The only reason the interview was important was because you had to ask him serious questions. Exactly. And the reason why the video did well is because I asked those questions yeah. that people wanted to see. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So if, if any person is feeling attacked, just remember, at the end of the day, you're doing your job. You've mm. done nothing wrong. You've done your job. He can't... If he goes any further than verbally, even even a verbal attack, it will, it will backfire on him. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes him look bad. It makes yeah. him look salty. Yeah. Why are you vexed? Yeah. She's just doing her job. He or she is just doing their job. Yeah. And second of all, already, big single. Yeah. Big let's track. Tr- let's, big track. Let's talk but about let's that. be honest. Yeah. Shatter compared to Stoneboy, they have not had the same year. Shatter- who, who, in your opinion, has had a bigger year? Stoneboy. And, and why would you say that? He's been more consistent, giving us more content. I feel like after... International our, exposure. International Kevin, collaborations. Kevin Hilson collaboration, huge. Yeah. I feel like after... The collaboration with... Uh, what, what's her name now? Emily Sandy. Emily Sandy again. So he had that Emily Sandy, had uh, Kevin Hilson, had Davido, yeah. had Copy. Yeah. And yeah. on top of that, it's consistency. He's dropping um, single. He's dropped an album, and now mm. he's given us videos to each album. Mm. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, Shatter. After mm. that already single, what have you actually dropped and pushed with, with energy? Mm. With energy, Stoneboy is on, on on socials pushing every it's, single song Stone consistently. Stoneboy is pushing, but another. But if you let me play the devil's advocate now mm. in Ghana. Mm. Yes, both of them are super duper big. Like mm. both of them are the dancehall kings at the moment, completely shutting down. Yeah. Da, da, da. But Shatawale's movement has always been crazy. His yeah. fan base is always ridiculous. Yeah. When he drops music, the fan base in Ghana Go goes crazy. crazy. When he performs, it goes I, mad. I remember the affination yeah, in Ghana. He came on stage. That's and went crazy. Yeah. So that when you're in that bubble, mm. 
as a shatterwale, mm. sometimes it might be impossible to see beyond that. And mm. I think, again, you know, shatter. I I think 2020 was kind of like difficult for a lot of people, obviously because yeah, coronavirus. Of what happened, yeah. So it couldn't tra maybe couldn't travel, couldn't go different places, but. Yeah. But Stone Boy found a way to do those collaborations. What 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 makes a good artist mm. and what makes a great artist? Mm. There's one thing in between that. Let's talk. Is being able to see past that bubble and say, okay, yeah, I'm at the top, but let me not take my foot off the pedal. Fact. Take your foot off the pedal. Somebody will come and overtake you. Fact. It's like when you're driving. Take your foot off the pedal. Somebody will overtake you. Mm. Just because already got him there. Doesn't mean that it's okay to to to, to keep just, pushing, to keep going. Found maybe one or two, one or two more gears, big records yeah. to just 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 hit us with it. Mm. But he 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 chilled, collected his royalties, collected his like his big money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, he enjoyed for already. Listen, you 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 do a song with Beyonce, the royalty checks are ridiculous. Literally, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna chill back and enjoy. Don't now get upset mm. if you're not in When other people are I'm, saying that yeah. maybe you don't deserve don't, the exactly. Thing. Like I'll be real, I'm a big Shatterwale fan. Yeah. But if we're looking at his the last twelve months compared to Stoneboy's last twelve if, months, the way you broke it down, <laughs> looking at those collaborations, <laughs> Davido collaboration, Emily Sandy collaboration, Kerry, co copy co Kerry that Hilson, Kerry Hilson, what Kerry and Hilson. Emily Sandy, those two. Those, those, those were. Those, I did not see that those coming. Those were silent killers. I did not see that coming. No, those, those oh ones. Oh my god! The Emily Sande one and the, and, and the Kerry Hilson I one. I did not see that coming. Those were silent killers. The yeah. David O one. He yeah. came. He came with air attack. Literally, on that one. literally. Yeah, that one was an air attack. Literally, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. go to a club now. Like, if clubs are open in the yeah. UK, I guarantee you're going to hear more Stoneboy tunes than mm. you're going to hear Shatter tunes right now, unless you play his old stuff. Yeah. But then, how long can you rely on your old stuff? Mm. You can't be continue to get nominated off of your old stuff. Mm. It's got to be the, <laughs> it's got the, the new stuff. You get nominated off of your new stuff. If you're just relying on your old stuff, don't be surprised no one nominates you. Mm. But when you're even talking about Artist of the Year when it comes to Ghana, Couple of names, you know, spring to mind. Oh, you yeah. Know, Kiddy. Kwame Eugene. Kiddy had the blue EP. Kwame Eugene had the album. Yeah. You know, a couple of guys. No, for sure. For sure. <laughs> you know, that's a tough, tough place in 2020. All the more reason to not take your foot off the pedal. Mm. And Shatter did that once already came out. Me personally, already the last 12 mind. months, I would say Kiddy. And Kwame Eugene. Uh, they've been consistent. They've been consistent. I'll put, I'll put them higher than Shatter at this moment. They've in time. been consistent, especially to us in an international world. Yeah. And we have to explain this. Like, and this is one of the conversations that I always want to, you know, to explain to a lot of people mm. that us, based in the UK, based in in diaspora, we look at the music completely differently. There are songs that are big in Ghana, big in Nigeria, yeah. that really don't cross the borders. Yeah. But there are songs that they're big in Ghana. And they're also big in London, big in Berlin, big yeah. in... And that's the success that I think Kitty Kwame Eugene yeah. and maybe even Kick Promise yeah. have yeah. had. You yeah. know, Stoneboy, with the collaborations, yeah. he's also been in the mix yeah. consistently yeah. And, and doing that. So I, I think, you know, it's a tough one. I agree with you that, yo, you know, Stoneboy's had a, a, a mad year. Yeah. And nobody can deny that. Yeah. Um, and I also think that... It is right that media personalities need to stand their ground yeah. and, and understand what their roles are yeah. and not take things personally. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, musicians, just like footballers, when they're speaking to referees, you yeah. have to have a little bit of respect, respect exactly. for that referee. Because if you frighten them so much, they might not be able to do their job yeah. to the best of their ability, which ultimately would affect yep. your bread and butter. Yep.
you know, but one thing I've got to give a massive shout out to Ghanaian broadcasters for. Ghanaian broadcasters are fearless. Some of the stories <laughs> they break on radio and TV, I swear to you, I kid you not. No other broadcasters or, or, or presenters in Africa go that deep with mm. some of the hot stories and hot topics in Ghana. Mm. I'm telling you, some of the stuff, the questions they ask, the stories they discuss, a lot of broadcasters around Africa, maybe in Nigeria, there are affiliations. You might think this is just too murky. These are murky waters to yeah. walk in. Yeah. Ga not Ghanaian presenters. <laughs> Ghanaian presenters will bring it to the table. They will piece it apart. The only thing that sometimes uh, throws a lot of us out of it is that they switch from English to the traditional language yeah. and they don't kind of transcribe or whatever. Yeah. So that I, I need to send it to my Ghanaian friends to be like, yo, <laughs> you need to translate this for me because I was following the story from English to when they changed to three or something like that. Yeah. Do you understand? So um, big shout out to the Ghanaian broadcasters, man. I, I, I think they do a great job with that one. Now, staying in Ghana, speaking about Stoneboy, yep. it's almost impossible to speak about Shatawali without speaking about Stoneboy. I don't know why. <laughs> well, superstar Stoneboy also made the news by slamming the VGME award organizers for what observers called a publicity stunt on behalf of the organizers. Mm. The singer said the sudden announcement by the organizers that him and Shatawali were invited back into the award ceremony after a few years' ban should have been done with both acts notified beforehand. If you remember, Shatawali and Stoneboy were placed on a ban after their beef reached shocking heights as Stoneboy pulled a gun on stage during the award ceremony at Shatawali after the singer claimed to have feared for his life. Uh, both acts then resolved their differences publicly, rendered public apologies, but haven't been a part of the awards since then. Mm. Well, this past week, VGMA organizers Chatterhouse posted a letter online readmitting both acts to the ceremony if they choose to attend or be involved. Well, some boys said their approach was bad and both acts should have been part of the process of the readmission, saying, and I quote, even God listened to Adam and Eve before making a decision, end quote. You know what happened a couple of years ago yep. at the VGM Awards, yep, the biggest was, night. That was crazy. In Ghana, um, the world's eyes were on it. I was I'm, watching I'm still here. in shock now that it happened. It was mad. I've never seen that before in my Nobody's life. Nobody's seen that type of stuff <laughs> before. So two arch rivals in Shatawali and Stoneboy at the time, the beef had been going on for a lot of years. They eventually met at the arena of the uh, VGMAs, the award ceremony. And I believe Stoneboy was already on stage and Shatawali was coming on stage with yeah. his crew um, because Stoneboy had picked up the award. I believe yeah. it was the Dancehall Artist of the Year and Shatawali had something to say about that. Yeah. So in the process of coming on stage, Stoneboy got a little bit shook that, yo, what's, what's, what's about to happen on? here? Yeah. Someone handed him a gun and that was it. He pulled a, a gun at the award ceremony with a large audience, yep. millions of people around the world, including myself, watching yep. here from the UK. I was watching as well. It was crazy, man. The place was went crazy. Thank God nobody died. No, there course. was no stampede or yeah. whatever. And the organizers, without doubt, did the right thing by mm. placing a ban on both superstars. Mm. They had to act because the eyes of the world was on them at the time. Yeah. Yeah. However, fast forward to now, a letter just popped out of the mm. organizers saying, oh, we admit both of you guys back into the, the fold and all is hunky-dory. Mm. But Stoneboy ain't happy. Yeah. What are your thoughts? 
See, when I saw that story, I was really confused because they've said they're going to allow you to come back to an awards ceremony. Yeah. Why would you not be happy about that? I was really confused. Like, I've never seen somebody complain about being invited to an awards ceremony. If you don't want it, I'll have it. I'll, I'll take it for you. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I, I get what he's saying about they should have been notified beforehand. Yeah. But nevertheless... It's not. I don't see it as a bad thing for mm. them to invite you back after a band. Bearing in mind what happened and yeah. the, the severity of it. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't see it as them having done anything that bad. What about you know if you were going to put a letter out there? Like some of the sections of the media have said that maybe Chatterhouse were just trying to clout chase, mm. and perhaps the viewership and the ticket sales for the award ceremony has been down over the last oh, couple okay, of years. Okay. That the biggest superstars in Ghana haven't been a part of it in Chatterwiley and Stoneboy. Yeah. Um, if you were these two artists thinking, yeah, you, you want to invite us back into the fold. Because it benefits you. Exactly. Yeah. And then okay. plus, you didn't even tell us to say, yo, let's have a meeting. Mm. Since you guys have done X, Y, and Z, mm. done the public apologies, and yeah. gone on to, to, you know, to develop your career beyond what it is now, then maybe it's time that we all bury the hatchet mm. and come back into the fold mm. and just do it in something that involves both of them that probably would have, you know, made both artists say something positive mm. about the award organizers you mm, know say yeah. come out and say you know thank you very much uh vgma like we, we're very happy to be back into this folder da, 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 da. but the fact that they didn't even discuss with them they just went public and say yo both of una can come back into the party <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay for in that sense then i understand mm. why um stoneboy might be upset because mm. it would make sense to to notify them like yo like we're gonna put this statement out, yes. especially if it concerns them. Like yep. it's a, it's it's like a respect thing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yep. I, I understand. So he has a right to say something. Yeah, but I, I still believe there's no need to be that upset about being invited back to an award show. Like, yo, you're back here. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, that clout chasing thing in terms of ticket sales. Yeah. That would make sense from a business point of view if if they were if the ticket sales were low. Yeah. If that is the case, then it, it's it's a shame on the award ceremony's part yeah. because they're not inviting them back because they want to yeah. because they know it will help those ticket sales. Yeah, they're probably they're probably inviting them back because they want to, but the obvious reasons is you're inviting two of the biggest, biggest stars of your back country to the fall. Yeah, which means it automatically it's going to help. Viewership, yep. it boosts sponsorship, yep. it increases the ticket sales. Yep. So if you're looking at Shatterwiley and Stoneboy, they know for a fact that, yeah, even though you've invited back, us back in, it's still because it ultimately mm. boosts yeah. your organization. Because if you wanted it to boost our, you know, reputations, yeah. then you should have You would have said something. Yeah, no, no. I agree with that. Bast, you're foolish though. <laughs> You've been invited back to the world ceremony. It's not that deep. <laughs> it is not that deep. Because he was, did you see his tweet? Yeah. He was going in like, bro, Literally. I'm thinking, brother. Like, I think he tweeted it and he even screenshotted it and put it I on his know, Insta. I, so that's, I th I'm sure I saw the story. Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I didn't see, I saw his story or something. Yeah. That's how I even knew about it. So that's how I know he was, he was angry. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't having it. And, and it's interesting when you, just like you said, sometimes you just think like, I would have, I would have just let that slide. And yeah. be like, yo, so, you know, what, what next? And yeah. as you said, 
Stoneboy has had an amazing 2020, even though it's been a pandemic year. Yeah. You know, there's a potential that he'll be walking into that awards ceremony feeling a little bit more confident yeah. about picking up some of the biggest awards of the night. I guarantee he's walking out with at least three awards. Hmm. Minimum. Minimum. Mark my words now. Stoneboy is walking out with three awards. God minimum. Damn. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. My brother <laughs> had a great time. I wouldn't even <laughs> lie. Well, um, over to the USA. This is interesting. I love the USA. Over to the USA, <laughs> where influencer and comedian B. Simone caught some heat over her recent comments of female expectations in their boyfriends or partners. Mm. The comedian, who isn't new to relationship controversy, shared a video on her social media where she gave advice to women who have high expectations from their potential love interests. Mm. Let's take a look. We're manifesting love. But here's the little challenge. We got all these things we want in a man. A list of things. He got to be tall. He got to be dark. He got to be handsome. He got to have pretty feet. He got to be a family man. He got to be financially stable. He got to be rich. He got to be successful. He got to be all these things. And we ain't even have the things on that list. He got to be a family man. You talk to your mama in six months, but you want him to be a family man. He got to be financially stable. You're counting this in the negative, ma'am. Overdraft fee. He got to have a job. You need to go fill out some applications because you're still unemployed. He got to have pretty teeth. You ain't seen a dentist in six years. He got to have a six pack and be in shape. You can't even walk up a flight of stairs while huffing and puffing. Get your life together. This whole list that he got to be. You ain't even have the things on that list. So this is what I challenge you to do. So we can manifest love all 2021. Make that list of that perfect dream man that you got in your mind. Then, huh, what I did, make a list of the type of woman he would need right by his side. You want him to be in shape? You need to get to the gym. Equally yoked. You want him to be financially stable? Well, you need to start saving because you can't keep a dime to your name. Huh? You want him to be a family man? Call your mama. You become a family woman. Heal your traumas before you put on him. You want him to be patient. Patience is thin. You want him to be understanding. You're the least understanding person in your circle of friends, but he gotta be understanding. Fix you. Fix you. Whatever you want, become that. Ugh. He gotta be in shape. You eat chips every day. You heal. Let's become the person we want to attract. How about that? Huh? That's the challenge. Well, that is B. Simone. This went viral. Mm. Talk to me about your thoughts on what this young lady had to say. Agree okay. or disagree? Agree. Okay. I agree. I agree. In the sense of her saying that women should, shouldn't should look for something that not, they can't provide themselves. Mm. I agree. I agree. I feel like women have so, in my opinion, yeah. always, and um, Dr. Kevin Samuels, my 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 my, my team, your advisor, <laughs> Kevin Samuels, love people, that guy. People are killing him too on social media. I know <laughs> that guy's my guru. So, in my, in my opinion, I feel as though women have a lot of tick boxes for men. Hmm. Like last last time I was here, we spoke about the height thing. Yep. There's the um, making a certain um, tax bracket yep. or whatever, have a certain house, a certain yep. car, certain like dress sense, yep. hairstyle, literally so many tick boxes. But then what I find funny is that the women with the highest, what's the word? The, the women with the most tick boxes yep. have the least to offer. 
the woman of the woman of the highest standards, yeah. in my opinion, would be at the lowest standard of my standards. Woof. That like I'm not saying that it's a I'm not sexist and saying that it's a woman's job to like cook and clean it. Like, I can cook it, I can clean. I'm yeah. a, I'm an amazing cook, right? I'm, I'm terrible. I'm, at cooking, I'm happy bro. to do both. We can do 50-50. I can cook then, just to survive. <laughs> I'm one of those that listen, slap one noodles <laughs> on. Put a boiling, you know, put one boiled egg into that, fry some plantain. And you're Voila! <laughs> but, but, like, don't come to me and tell me, I ain't got this, I ain't got that, I ain't got this, I ain't got that, when you haven't not got... not good enough. <laughs> you haven't got any of those things either. Mm, like, mm. my thing is, yeah, like, if you're looking for a partner, then you should look at what how they make you feel. Hmm. Especially, I don't believe in materialistic things. Facts, like, I've never been a facts. fan of materialistic things. I've never been a fan of of the exterior. Yeah, yeah it's nice to look at, but let's be honest, it's going to fade. But sometimes, they, like, people always talk about the exterior, you know, beauty is this and that, but to get attracted to a woman, sometimes. Yeah, of course. You know, just that, you know, what you see, yeah. you know, pulls you in. But it doesn't keep you there. Facts. It may not necessarily keep you. No, 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 no. Facts. Yeah. So what you see doesn't keep you there. Exactly. I think a lot of ladies need to. We need to be very loud about that. No (laughs) matter how incredibly good looking you are, how many BBLs you get. Trust me. Once a man, once you start, we get to know that you're kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Your human relations is terrible. Yeah. You. Your morals and ethics are, are not, terrible. Are, are not aligned. Nah, yeah, the real you, the inside of you. It's not good looking. Yeah. If you're you're great looking on the outside and terrible looking on the inside, it affects you. Eventually, yeah, it will, it you're will, gonna it look will horrible. Eyes nah, you look start to horrible. See something else. Yeah. yeah. So don't come and request us to have all of it because most of the time, yeah. Let's be honest. Mm. A lot of us brothers tick a lot of those boxes but we might, we might, we might miss out one or two boxes Come on, man. and the women will you not know, have it they will not have you're it you're talking about you know tall dark Literally, handsome a lot of us tick- chisel shaped features but you know it's funny everything as a woman, it's okay to say, oh, my man has to be this, my man has to be that, my man. As a but man, you, if you say if that, we you say, look crazy. Our woman has to be this and that and this, we're, they, get, they we're getting shot on the spot. <laughs> we're getting shot on the spot. Women out here saying they can't date a man that's below six foot. Da, 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 da. If, I can't, if I say I can't date a girl with no bum, I'm getting shot. My, my head is done today. <laughs> you know, but if you're an African man, you know, literally, a bum is, you know, it's, it's a prerequisite. I'm gonna, I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one thing in it, like literally, yeah. equality. If you expect equality from us, treat us with that same level of equality. Damn. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Don't don't give us. So if you're asking for the man to be in a certain tax bracket, then you, you better, better be in that, that tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking for certain qualities, you better have those qualities. <laughs> but listen, B Simone also caught fire a while ago when I think she was on Instagram Live with Nick Cannon or something, yeah. where she said she couldn't date a man that wasn't in a certain tax bracket. Then all of a sudden, she's come. Months into 2021, mm. now saying women should expect the same thing they can provide. Mm. Isn't she being one of those Instagram, you know, motivational speakers that has absolutely no substance? Yes. Because a couple months ago, you were talking something different. I feel like B. Simone, as a comedian, she's mm. she's 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 enjoying the attention that that attention she's enjoying the the the, the power she has the the reach she has mm. the she has that five million followers yeah or something yeah like? yeah five million, five million followers, followers on a lot. instagram so I, I feel like she's she's playing on that she's, mm. she's purposely doing things to maintain that 
buzz yeah, around your name. Absolutely. Because you can't come and say one thing today and they're going to say something else mm. as if we're going to forget you said the first. <laughs> it's the internet. Once it's there, we don't forget. Yeah, you can yeah. take it down, but guarantee somebody has saved it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Put no, it no, no. So <laughs> once it goes up, that's it. The world's got it. So make sure you know. It's like it's like when you submit an assignment for uni. Once you kick submit, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you can't bring it back. So make sure you've proofread, you've referenced, you've done the contents page, you've, everything is looking nice and neat, your name is spelled correctly before you submit. Damn. <laughs> Listen, yeah. So, but why was she getting attacked by women, though? That's the thing I wanted to bring up as well. Mm. It looks like every time a woman mm. says something that a lot of men agree with, mm. the same can be said about the young uh, lady Zizi Mills. I was just, that was the first time I came to my head. Every time ZZ she Mills said, says something, when she says she something that a lot of the guys agree we, with, we're like, yo, yes, thank you she's for saying this. Queen, you're talking yeah. a million. Yeah. The women. They out daggers drawn. <laughs> Do you know what, what is it? You know, yeah. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm fearless. I'm gonna say this, right? <laughs> Women demand equality, but don't want to give us equality. Mm. That's 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 why. Because Zizi will say something that will... that gives us equality, and they'll be pissed at her. The same for, for, for phrases it... <laughs> that they were using for for B Simone. I've seen them use it for for Zizi Mills. Pick me, yeah. Pick me. Yeah. Oh, that, that, there yeah. goes that. Pick me. Yeah. Girl. And yeah. I'm like, all she said, yeah. was. You know, and the guys kind of the man them kind of like that. She 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 speaks what we are not allowed to say. Basically, <laughs> she she says what we're not allowed to say. But just because we're not allowed to say, it doesn't mean we're not thinking it. So obviously, when she says it, we agree, yeah. and the girls are are not happy with that because mm. it's it's kind of. I guess it's almost like going against the tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. making it more difficult for them to walk all over us. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, man. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, over to Nigeria, where one of the biggest news on gossip blogs was about actress and philanthropist Stone Tudiki's ex-husband, Olakunle Churchill, mm. a sudden announcement on social media that he was in a relationship with a lady called Rosie Mir, celebrating her on her birthday with kind and romantic words on his social media page. Well, this probably wouldn't have been news if Rosie wasn't just any other lady. However, she's not. Um, years ago, Tonto had alleged before her divorce that her once Bessie Rosie had a sexual relationship with her then-husband, Olakule, which was publicly denied at the time, but allegedly led to their divorce. Well, the sudden revelation kicked off with Olakunle Churchill celebrating his new wife on social media, opening a can of worms and the new couple to public scrutiny and criticism. Well, Rosie is now being attacked by Tonto's fans as being wrong for breaking up the marriage, lying and marrying her former bestie's ex. Mm. Whilst websites and news were awash with all sorts of revelations on the marriage, mm. pregnancy rumors and all sorts, mm. Tonto was living her best life, mm. busy celebrating her son's uh, fifth birthday as she shares lovely pictures of the young man celebrating him with touching words across mm. social media. Mm. Rosie, on the other hand, was fighting off social media attacks whilst attempting to celebrate her new man. Mm. This story has more twists and turns than our <laughs> way from London to Manchester on M1 and M6 or you whatever. Know, as you were speaking, I was thinking in my head, okay, what am I going to say? But it's like so many things, so many so directions many, I can go so with right now. So many twists and turns. Um, the first one mm. that I think got the whole world up in arms was the fact that the lady that Tonto DK had accused 
of having an affair with her husband at the time yeah. eventually turns out to, to be, be the, married yeah. to her husband. Mm. No matter how you want to cut it, cook it, twist it, spin it, fry it, mm. it looks shifty yeah. to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Plus, there was a video years ago with Rosie publicly denying engaging in that relationship with the man where she said, oh, that was disrespectful. Mm. How could you say that? You know, this guy's just a great man that's got a kind heart or whatever. But fast forward down the line, mm. you're here celebrating him as the man of your dreams. Mm. And it's just great that you're, you know, in this marriage with him. What are your thoughts about this story that just blew up on social media and, and, and completely <clears throat> just shut down every everything else? As you said, the 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 manner in which the relationship started, yes, very shifty. I can't condone a relationship starting in that way mm. because, like, you're somebody's friend. That's your friend. That's a level of trust you've just broken. You're part of the team. That's a deep level of trust you've broken. At the same time, mm. I can't tell somebody if they're not happy to stay somewhere they're not happy. Yeah, like I can't tell somebody if they've if they've have. It's not working. Else. Yeah. To, to to not follow the heart because me I'm a cancer and I hate it I'm a cancer I follow so my heart follow through and through 24/7. I follow my heart through and through so that, that's one of the, 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 the sides of the story that I also wanted to talk about I know people are like yo man you can't date your friend's ex you can't do this you can't you know people lay those rules down flat on the table yeah but in real life it happens it happens. Real but it, life. I feel like I feel like that is an unwritten rule. However, mm. there is a way around it respectfully. If you uh, what if, way is that? If you respect your friend and you genuinely like their ex, speak to them like, look, this is this is what's going down, da, 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 and ask for their blessing, so to speak. Mm. If they give that blessing, then it's okay. But if you go about doing it a shifty way, that's that's But you're not gonna different. ask blessing to date and marry someone's ex, especially if you've been accused of having See, a sexual that's, relationship that's, with that, them. Oh. During the time <laughs> when you were in a marriage with that person. Because then it means, what was you doing when I wasn't, when I was shopping, when I was in the market, when so I was... it looks like everything. But again, now you see, as we're talking, we've been talking about Rose's betrayal mm. of, of, of uh, Tonto DK, the women involved, mm. but nobody said anything about my man. Nobody said anything you know, about my man. I, I've, I've always thought this. Isn't He's it? not catching as much heat yeah. as the ladies catching. I have always thought this, isn't it? Like, even when I was like, like in, in uni, because you know it's mm. crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uni is always crazy. I've always wondered, why is it when a man gets caught in that kind of situation, it's always the women that are fighting. The man's just basically the sitting there chilling. sipping his tea. I don't know why. Every, every situation I've seen, even... One or two I might have been involved in. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. That's always how it goes down. Yeah. The women are just beefing each other. When really truly, it's the man's fault. So I don't, Because I don't... no matter how, I still believe, but correct me if I'm wrong, mm. no matter how much a woman could kind of like flash the signs and mm. say, yo, come get me type of thing, mm. a man still has to walk the walk. Yeah. He still has to talk the talk. He mm. has to act on whatever signs he's being he's getting from mm. from a woman or whatever. Mm. So ultimately, most times anyway, mm. I still believe that you know, us brothers, you know, we 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 we're the ones that, you know, we're the guilty <laughs> ones here most of the time. Yeah. I know some girls are, you know, just as brave and will step up to the guy and say, "Yo, 
I'm I, feeling I you. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm down. Are you down? Are you? I want to be down <laughs> to what you're going through. I want to be down. <laughs> but yo, this is crazy though. How about the class that mm. Tonto DK has dealt with this situation this week in just completely ignoring it and letting the world see yeah. what the shadiness was? That is the best way to go about it. Mm. I, I feel like when as the victim yes. when you start to get involved you're just stooping down to their level mm. and if anything they might get a sense of pleasure out of it knowing that they're, they're disturbing your peace yeah. ignore them and show them that they're not, that's the how do you deal with bullies just bullies bully you because yeah. they're bored because they they need attention if mm. you ignore them or show them that they're not getting to you they'll get bored and go away mm. Mm. so the approach you took Perfect approach. Perfect. Man. Perfect. Just go on, celebrate your your handsome young son's L- birthday. Literally, enjoy your Fuck enjoy you your up. son, enjoy your life. Like, yeah, it's it's a traumatizing thing to go through. Yeah, but yeah. don't let the other person see the effect they've had. Do you know what I mean, hmm. continue to to live your life. Live your life. Yeah. Live your life. Well, um, over to South Africa, where I caught up with rap superstar AKA to discuss the beauty of South Africa and its talented people. Uh, his latest projects, successful TV show, and lots more. The rapper also spoke on his love for Pan-Africanism, eradicating xenophobia, and his public fallout with his close former friend, Burner Boy. AKA said he harbored hate in his heart for nobody and was happy that Burner Boy was doing well, mm-hmm. and he felt the social media fallout um, became as big as it did due to it happening in the public domain which is obvious anyway. He yeah. said both him and Burner Boy were brothers who had who had a disagreement and hoped that one day the brothers can link up and move forward. The rapper is enjoying incredible success with his vodka brand Cruise and his TV show, which averages around 2 million viewers per episode Ooh. every single week. Yeah. Uh, so the super mega, as he's called, is having a great time. Well, make sure you check out his brand new album titled Bovamania out now and the exclusive interview will be dropping on Adi Shopper Live the official Afrobeats podcast very very soon now the public fallout between Burner Boy and and, and uh, AK a couple of years ago when the yeah. xenophobia thing was happening yeah. that was you know that's the reason why we're kind of strong with the guys talking in, in Cameroon because yeah, yeah. it spills into other areas yeah, yeah you know there was xenophobia happening in, in in south africa yeah you know zimbabweans nigerians alike were being attacked yeah by certain locals in yeah. south africa and emotions were running high obviously entertainers from nigeria the likes of david O'Byrne yeah. boy whiskids they took social media mm. in support of their people who were being persecuted yeah. for just living their lives in South Africa. Yeah. However, words were taken out of, you know, context, emotions were high, AKA says something, somebody says something, mm. and boom, this budding friendship of AKA and Burner Boy, which we've seen over years, which led to a huge hit, mm. you know, with all eyes on me, mm. and, and Burner Boy almost having a second home in South Africa at the yeah. time, because of these guys, that relationship just went psh, mm. into the air. Yeah. And, and and when I caught up with him now, it's great to see him in a great space, but also the way he spoke about, yo, you know, brothers, situations happen, Yeah, we should find a way to just move forward, which would also help in healing some of those xenophobic 
wounds. Yeah. Because if Nigerians and South Africans see that their two superstars have come back together as brothers, yeah. it will help move that the relationship forward. What were your thoughts on what he said and what happened at the time? So what happened at the time, um, it always pains me to, mm. to, to see black on black crime, let alone xenophobia in it's Africa. Crazy. Because when you think about Africa's history, many people have tried to divide us and separate us and pass against each other for Facts. a long time. But the honest truth is, if you're a true African and you love your 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 continent, yeah. you understand that we are one Africa. Facts. Because when you leave Africa, go to anywhere else. Nobody asked you that you're Cameroon no, or Nigeria. No, no. To, to, to anyone else, you're African. African. You're to African. anyone that's not African, you are African. <laughs> Literally, say any country, I they'll say, oh, again. I African. said that too. Yeah, Literally, to the I point where, that. I remember when I was younger, I used to yeah. say Cameroon. No one knew where Cameroon was. Yeah. I just started saying my nationality, Belgium, because I knew no one knew where Cameroon was. When you leave Africa, when you yeah. leave, you're just... You're, you're just, just an African. Literally. Nobody cares whether you're from South Africa, no. Zimbabwe, Nigeria, no, Ghana. No, you're African. You're African. So when I see Africans fighting amongst other Africans in Africa, it really pains me. Because we need to come back together. We need to unite and be a one Africa mm. in order to restore what has been taken from us all Absolutely. those years ago. Absolutely. All our raw materials. Mm. Africa is one of, could have been one of the greatest continents of... Richest. To be honest, Africa is the, the greatest yeah. continent to me. Yeah, richest could be One of the richest continents. Yeah, from like coltan to the, diamond the raw materials to oil, we have... Gold. That are still being Cocoa. exploited today. You know. Like, if we unite as one Africa, mm. we'd be unstoppable. Mm. And seeing xenophobia things like that really upsets me as, mm. as an African mm. and then the approach that, that, that he has now in terms of healing that space and coming back together that makes that gives me hope again yeah it gives me hope again that we can everyone makes mistakes yeah and things get taken out of proportion yeah. things blow up but it's it's healable yeah, absolutely it's fixable absolutely and the sooner we begin to fix those kind of things the sooner we we, we can become a great continent. Absolutely, man. I completely agree with you and I hope we're going to see those images that we love of AKA and Burner Boy really, really soon just chopping it up together because since the xenophobic situation in South Africa, I think 2019 it was, um, that was we crazy. Haven't seen, we haven't seen any of the entertainers really publicly go to South Africa no. and celebrate being there the but way they used to do Before it. that, they were there all the time. Yeah. Yemi was always Yemi there. Yemi was there. Literally, Miss v. v. All of them were always there. there. Everybody constantly. Was there. Everybody was there. But since that, some of them have gone in there, but they've just kept it quiet. Yeah. You know, they haven't been very public about it. Yeah. There are still wounds that need to heal. Of course. And people are still emotional about some of the scenes yeah. that we saw then that still can't get out of our heads, basically. I, I, honestly, even when you think about the music that's coming out today, um, West Africa's jumped on the Amapiano vibe. That's, that is a Southern African Bro, sound. I said it. South Africa has led the way with a couple of sounds. That is a Southern times. African sound. Yeah. If, if, if that situation hadn't happened, we could have we, seen bigger collaborations. Do you know how many people have gone in there? Bigger video, crazy videos. It's crazy. Like, do you know what I mean? I agree with you. I so agree with you. the industry is being held back because of things like this. Mm. If things like this didn't exist, mm. Afrobeats would be the biggest Ooh. genre in the world. Crazy. Literally. Because imagine, South Africa brought Afro House, they got Kwaito, yeah. brought Piano. Literally. The, the hip-hop scene in South Africa, without doubt, is the biggest hip-hop scene in Africa yeah. right now. Period. It's crazy. If you have a hip-hop artist in any country in Africa that can sell out 60,000 or has his own TV show on, on South African TV having 2 million viewers a week, 
the hip hop scene in South Africa can compare to no other country in Africa. Period. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we want to see that. Well, from South Africa, we'll go over to the United States of America, where this past week, Nigerian Afrobeat superstar David O celebrated two gold certified singles in If and For. Deserves a round of applause if for I that. If I tell you, say <laughs> I love you. Bum, bum. Um, <laughs> Previously, four was certified platinum in South Africa and gold in Canada. Yeah. However, David O shared this week the plaques on his social media yeah. that confirmed both singles had reached gold status mm. officially in the United States of America. Yeah. The singer also celebrated being named on Times Magazine's Next 100 alongside people mm. like Dua Lipa, mm. Manchester United's Marcus Rashford, and rap superstar Lil Baby, to name a few. Mm. Times Next 100 highlights 100 emerging leaders who are shaping the future of the world yeah. in whatever area that they choose yeah. to. Uh, Davido continues to have success yeah. in the United States of America. Yeah. Two gold status yeah. singles is big news for Afrobeats. I think, I think my co-host Gracie, I think we had a show yes. on Wednesday, I think she said that Davido is actually the first um, artist mm. to get to get what? Bro, Shay, 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 you need to, you need to, wait, 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 Shay, 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 wait, wait, in we can hear you loud and clear. Let's go. Yeah, just, just get back to it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Gracie was saying that um, Davido is potentially the first African artist to have two golds where it's just him with no features. Potentially. No, it's not even potentially. He is the, the first African, African artist to have, to have two gold singles, solo, solo period, singles. in and the then, United States of America. And then my brother said something really, like, said something to me as I was leaving the mm. house to go to radio mm. that I couldn't even argue. We, we argue all the time about music. We're family. We're yeah, we argue. And he's, he's, you know, he's he, a good musician. He said well, to so. me that David O currently is the biggest Afrobeat artist. And as mm. I was driving to radio, it's an hour-long drive, I was thinking about it. It's a big... That's a, that's a big, big call. But, he, but my brother's not into Afrobeat like, like I am. So for him to say that, it's only based off what he's seeing and the content and the and the, the, the reach, that kind of thing. Mm. So he was speaking from a numbers point of view. Yes. Also from an impact point of view. Yes. Because of the features that David O does. Yeah. The, 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 the range. Yeah. Uh, little baby feature. I would have never seen that coming. I never saw that coming. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Who saw that? Nas. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Nas. The features he's doing. Like even Big Nasty. Like I never saw that coming. Like, <sighs> like he has a bigger reach than every other artist. What so. we have to be honest about when we're talking about the, the, you know, the biggest artists um, from Afrobeats, we have to be honest that there are def different criteria mm. that you'll be looking at yeah, of how course. big artists are. Yeah. When it comes to the numbers, yeah. nobody can deny that David O's numbers are crazy. Are only, they're, they're only, if you're talking about YouTube numbers, they're mm. only second to Diamond Platinums. Yeah. And everyone knows Diamond is like the yeah, king. Yeah, YouTube numbers. <laughs> when we're talking about sales, mm. single sales, mm. Certified gold status in the United States of America tells you something. I believe that is 500,000 singles yeah. to be gold. 
in America. I, I stand to be corrected, but I believe it's 500,000. Mm. A million is a, a platinum singles. Yeah. So David has had two 500,000 selling singles yeah. in the United States of America. As yeah. an Afrobeats artist, nobody else has done that. Yeah. Maybe IOJ, then Afrobeat, but David O is on, on top of the mountain yeah. peak when it comes to that. When, when, when my brother made that statement, yeah. I, I, I wanted to argue because... No, no, because, no, when, when you look but, at but, numbers, but I really, I didn't. Yeah. And the reason why I did it is because I realised I can't argue no, with that. No, because when you talk about the numbers, which is a numbers game when you're talking about the business of yeah. music yeah. and Afrobeat's business, David, when it comes to the numbers, yeah. he shattered records. Yeah. Period. And what makes me happier to see that that um he got those two goals. Mm. Last time I was here, we spoke about him receiving heat yep. from where he like his his upbringing. Yeah, that just goes to show that he's a bloody good no, artist. No, no, <laughs> he's a good artist. It's a, it's he's a, a hard worker. No, he's a hard worker. Like it's, it's, okay, yeah, your your parents might have money, nah, but they can't buy. They you couldn't a gold buy plaque. you a gold plaque. They can't plaque. buy. A, you've they earned that gold bro, plaque. <laughs> no, my, I know many millionaire kids. <laughs> they don't have one hit single to save their life. Literally, David O probably has about forty right. Now. Literally, and when we're talking about impact. The other argument, when you talk about big artists, mm. is Wizkid, whose collaboration with Drake is probably, till today, mm. the biggest impactful Afrobeats collaboration. Yeah. Because that, Audrey Legba remix, and then the the, the Come Closer yeah. stuff, or uh, what's that one? One Dance. Wait, one Dance. One Dance, one dance was, was flying for like a whole year. <laughs> a whole year. Still the biggest, I believe it's still the biggest streamed record on, yeah. on Spotify or something crazy like that. Yeah. It's crazy. So that type of collaboration, when you look at the impact that Whiskey brought to that door, yeah. every, some people have a right to argue that that is the biggest Afrobeat artist. I feel, then, yeah. you're coming with other artists. Yeah. Like, a, a burner boy. Yeah. Having platinum singles, I think two or three in the UK already. Yeah. The one with Dave, mm -hmm. the one with Ed Sheeran yep. and Stormzy. Yep. Performing at the Brits. Yep. You know, the biggest award ceremony in Europe mm -hmm. on national television at the time. Yeah. You, you have people that will make that argument. It's always crazy. Obviously, you, turn, you start chucking other people in there. <laughs> your, all, all of these yeah. folks. But... Those, particularly when it comes to Afrobeats, I posted, it, it so happens that this week is the anniversary of David O's Brixton Academy show in 2018. Yes, I've been seeing posts all week. In, in London. Yeah. And the impact of David bringing Whiskey on stage, that show was specifically impactful on the culture around the world. So I was there with Gracie. Yeah. When Wiz came on stage, you know how you her, felt. I, I threw her across the hall. You, know you, <laughs> you know how you felt. I couldn't believe my eyes. You, you know I could how not you, believe my eyes. have those monsters, I, like I've said it, no matter what goes down with the Afrobeats industry for generations to come, the impact that Wiz Kid and David O had Mm. For that 10 years mm. in Afrobeats, I don't think another generation or another duo mm. will be able to have that type of 
rivalry and impact that elevated our culture to the level it did. I feel like the reason why Afrobeats is where it is today in the diaspora is because, because of, of those, those two. two. Like Fact. people at the band Fact. introduced it to, yeah. to the diaspora. P Square those, and Co. P Square, yeah. all those one day call those yeah, guys. Yeah. But those two cemented it. Those in, guys? Those guys cemented it in the diaspora. Yeah, no, no, those guys, they killed it. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you know, listen, they've done 20,000 capacity shows each. Light work. Easy. Easy. <laughs> so <laughs> that tells you everything. That's opening doors to 20,000 people to come in to London to watch Literally. each one of them perform 2018 i think i saw whiskey four times that year yeah <laughs> he, he, he did the starboy first tour yeah he did, he the, did ends. the afro republic, afro republic. Did, yeah, yeah i saw him like four times and that year you, and you were and every time i was sold out to go and see him that's it every yeah, time i was sold out it was just like in 2019 i must have seen david doe like five times i saw him <laughs> in london at o2 yeah. i saw him i went with him to birmingham yeah. i saw him in holland perform yeah. with oh oh my then i saw him at afro nation yeah it's the same thing yeah. and we still never got tired of it so you know once again it's a big, big, big shout outs to, to these guys for what they've done and continue to do to the culture. Man. That 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 brings me back to the earlier statement I made before. Mm. Once you're at the top, you got the difference between a good artist and a great artist is the great ones don't take the foot off the pedal. Those guys have been at the top for how many years? That foot is still on the We're pedal. We're gonna talk about the, the pedal really shortly. Um we're gonna go to Ghana to talk about Whiskey mm -hmm. actually. And and then we'll, we'll talk about what you're talking about now. But once again, shout out to David O. Next uh, 100 on, on, on Time Magazine's list. Incredible stuff. And the two gold singles. Now over to South Africa, Tanzania to be exact. Uh, as the tension between uh, WCB, Wasapi, home to Diamond Platinum, Zrivani uh, and, and others, and Konde Gang, home to Harmonize, who was formerly of WCB, keeps on rising. This new tension started on Val's day uh, as Ray Vani shared images of him and who is alleged to be his new flame. Mm. Well, the twist is that the young lady in the images was said to be uh, a lady called Paula Kajala, the teenage daughter to popular actress Frida Kajala, who is now harmonized new squeeze. After the images that Ravani shared, apparently Frida was angry at the alleged relationship and alerted security operatives to intervene in the matter. Well, days after Harmonize shared a post on social media, apparently lecturing Ravani on the matter, also claiming the reason the singer chose the teenager was because of the jealousy of Harmonize, who was now dating the popular mother. Well, fast forward to Wednesday, where Diamond Platinum manager, uh, popular brother Salam SK, shared a picture of a rat on Instagram, slamming Harmonize for claiming to advise Ravani in public, but allegedly plotting behind closed doors for the singer to be arrested and locked up. Well, at press time, Ravani isn't in custody, and neither Harmonize or Ravani has responded to Salam's allegations now um this is another twist and turn <laughs> my head <laughs> my head um, just a quick summary harmonize used to be signed to diamond platinum's yeah. uh, wasafi records where Ravani is signed he left wasafi records created conde gang records where he's the ceo uh and he's a rival now of wasafi records he used to date an italian model 
they separated a time last year because he had uh, a daughter outside of the relationship that eventually came to light. Uh, and then he started a relationship with a popular Tanzanian actress um, who is Frida. Apparently, she has a young daughter called Paula, mm. who's a teenager, allegedly still at secondary school age, from what I'm hearing. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm school age, that's what they say. Bro, I don't know. Allegedly. Oh. Um, and um, it looks like Ray Vani of Wasafi Records, beefing with Conde Gang, is now dating the teenage daughter of Harmonize girlfriend bro you know you summarized it you summarized it and my head is not, not any better my head is this one, my head is still spinning this one is over to you bro <laughs> my head is still spinning okay first of all what have you address first okay let's address the age thing so how harmonize is dating is, is dating her he's dating the, the mother the mother and then yeah. Ivan is dating the teenage daughter yeah. okay so if this teenage daughter is as young as my head is thinking well they're saying that, 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 that they're trying to call the cops in, into so she it. must be young so it looks like okay on, on a on, on a respectful level yeah if if this is if she is underage and if Ravani has um ill intentions because of the rivalry yeah. then it's wrong on his part yeah. to to play with somebody um of that age who's so easily influenced yep. so that that can do a lot of trauma yep. to her yep. And, yep. and it's and the breakup as well yep. you know when you're young the love young it's a lot it's a it, lot it more hurts. painful yeah man it hurts yep. when you get to my age and it still hurts yeah, it's but usual. it's not as bad you've had enough you've, you've had enough L's by then <laughs> i love holding L's if you know me <laughs> but yeah no um Oh, the whole situation is just mad. It's just mad. It's, it's just, just mad. mad. But what about um, um, Diamond Platinum's manager posting a big rat on Instagram and calling the harmonizer rat yeah. for saying, oh, he's publicly saying he's praying for Ray Vani, he doesn't get in trouble. But behind closed doors, obviously because of his woman, he's trying to instigate that they allegedly lock Ray Vani up. And he pulled that on Instagram, calling him a rat calling yeah. him this and that yeah. what are your thoughts about it obviously Diamond's quiet on all of this because Diamond's know. a smart brother mm. Diamond knows he has too much riding to be getting involved in messy higgy haggers yep. like this yep. <laughs> yep. Diamond's a smart brother yep. Um, yep. but I feel like if they've gone as far as posting a rat and saying that making these claims of X, Y and Z there's no what's, what does my, what's my say there's no smoke without fire, fire. Mm. yeah there's no smoke without fire so mm. I feel like they need to address the situation yeah. before it takes a nasty turn. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's going to take Absolutely. a nasty turn. I agree with The you. way it's going... It's building up. It's going to take a nasty turn. I agree with you. And if the I nasty turn is, is to do with the, the poor young lady getting upset, mum's not going to have that. I agree with if you. Mom does... I, and, and funny thing is, into the new year, uh, Harmonize had posted a picture of Diamond Platinum's once a couple of months ago. I mm. think it was early January, where he kind of like just bigged them up and said, you did everything for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not fighting you. I love you. I respect you. You, my drive for success is just to to honor you because you saw something in me at the time yeah. that you wanted to invest in me. So mm -hmm. me trying to be successful and going so hard yeah. is not to be against you, but it's, it's also to, to prove the point yeah. that you thought I had something special yeah. and successful. Yeah. And I had a and I had a word with him at the time, and he expressed those sentiments. So the mm -hmm. fact that you know, sad that the relationship is where it is. Mm -hmm. But he genuinely thinks, you know, he still appreciates the brother. And he, you know, he still wants to publicly prove to the brother that, yo, I love you. And that will never change. But, you know, with with name calling and rat and this and that, 
I I I doubt that that relationship will be will, will be repairable. Uh, I mean, as I said, the way it's going, it's it's not going to get any better. Yeah, it's going to only get worse. Mm. The the thing with this story is there is so many roots, too many of which it can get, it can go down and get worse, and yeah. they're all bad. There's yeah, about five routes it can yeah, go down, and they're yeah. all bad. Oh, all bad. <laughs> they're all bad. All bad. Hopefully, and and not only that, this will have a really bad impact mm. on the amazing music industry. East African industry because is these like monsters. Yeah, it's it's starting it's, to it's push. up there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I would say East Africa is level it's with pushing. Nigeria yeah, and Ghana pushing. in yeah, terms of pushing. who's. Do you know what I mean, bro, they've got monsters in there. Literally, and, and these are the monsters. Literally, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the three biggest guys yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. this doesn't get resolved, it's gonna have a big impact on oh, the industry, the which will ultimately domino over to the bread. Yeah, if you're a businessman and you care about your bread, fix this issue. Absolutely. Otherwise, nobody's eating. Uh, nobody's eating. <laughs> Speaking about people eating, well, over to Ghana, where the last few weeks has been has seen Afrobeat superstar Whiskey recording with top producers such as Kel P, Guilty Beats, Jules, Kill Beats, and singers such as Burner Boy, Omali, Effia, and Wande Ko. Uh, Whiskey has camped in Ghana since December with his family, hanging out with R2B, Sarkodie, King Promise, as a ho- and a host of Ghanaian superstars. His love for Ghana has been going on for over a decade now, mm. as he said that Ghana is his spiritual home, and the synergy he has with his colleagues, put you know, out there has always been on show. Mm. Well, with Whiskey taking so long to release the highly anticipated Made in Lagos album, yet almost jumping into the recording camp mode in Ghana, does this mean a new project or new music might be on the way for um, Star Boy 2021? I feel like new music is definitely on the way. Yeah. I also feel like the way he made us wait for Made in Lagos. We could be waiting, we could be waiting for a while. <laughs> we could be waiting for a while. I just hope that when it comes, it's something we can dance to in the clubs. Please, Listen, please. I need JJ Whiskey. We've seen Guilty Beats. We've seen Kelpie. Jules. We've seen Jules in yep. there. You know, we've seen... These are producers, you know, I've seen Kill Beats. These are guys that, that make dance dance tracks. Hit records yeah. and dance floor records. Yeah. So without of doubt, he, we, he, we've seen him in the studio with Omale. We've seen him in the yeah. studio, you know, with Effia. We've yeah. seen him in the studio one day call. Yeah. Yeah, they've got to be dance music. But like you said, and other people have, you know, said in the past, <laughs> Whiskey knows how to record so much and he starves the fan base Literally. of the content, man. Whiz, I beg you put the, the music out. The question is, yeah, when he records all these songs, in it? Where are, and they? It t- where, where are they? Trust me, the Literally. hard drive. Whiskey, are we ever going to see them? Listen, Whiskey's hard drive, the content that's going to be in there, Literally. the hit records that are quietly sitting on Whiskey's hard drive. It's crazy. Please. And then to think that we may never actually even... Have we even heard 10%, do you never, think? Never, never, never. <laughs> Listen, he was in the UK for a whole year and he was recording every single day. You let that sink. Wiz was in the studio a minimum of four nights a week in London, every yeah. single week. Four nights a week, 365 days. You do the math. I I am one of the biggest Wizkid fans you'll ever meet. Like I saw him four times yeah. like before. I'm a huge Wizkid <laughs> fan. But... Bro, stop making us wait so long. I can't <laughs> take it. That made in Lagos. And they started teasing us, dropping little clips here yeah. and there. Honestly, I was I was ready to beat my phone. Yeah, everybody was like, yo, man, we need that music. And and, and some of the collaborators were seeing, it even makes people, it's, it's raising excitement. Yeah. You know, you know, like, oh, I mean, like, when they call. I, I saw when he released the Made in Lagos, I saw rumors of a of a part B coming. Yeah, there was a part. Okay. 
from what I heard, <laughs> there was supposed to be an extended version of the album dropping a couple of weeks after the original album. That's what I was hearing as well. That's what I heard. But in, in true whiskey fashion, we never I saw heard. it. <laughs> he just yanked that back. He's like, you guys, we're still, to be honest with you, Maiden Lagos album still ringing. Yeah, of course, 100%. It's still ringing. I have like four of the songs in my Valentine's mix I dropped on the weekend. <laughs> Valentine's mix. <laughs> just put that in. Like, Literally. True, true love. Almighty wine is Man, yeah, oh baby, make it nah, that that's, that's a dangerous crazy. song. That's a dangerous song. It's a sick listen. <laughs> the clubs are gonna be a wash with all of that. Oh my god, I can't wait! Me. I can't wait. And I that's what I meant by stepping, keeping the foot on the gas, mm. even though he's released you know a crazy album mm. later in the year, mm. he's back in recording more, yeah, and he's recording you know, obviously big records, big records and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do yeah. at the top of your game. That's what makes you a great artist. Mm. You can be a good artist, but knowing, having that mentality of I'm not stopping now makes you a great artist. Mm. And that's why, like I said before, that's why I feel like Shatter let himself down mm. because he's a good artist. He could have been a great artist. Had, sorry, he could have had a great year. Mm. If he didn't take his foot off the pedal, because of that, already he took his foot record. off the big record. But this is the consequences of taking your foot off the pedal. Hmm. Look at Whiskey's album, Made in Lagos, big record. Yeah, back in the studio, Burner Boy gave us what two albums in two years. Yeah, that's man. a joke. And, and, and there's an album ready to go. That's a joke. Burner Boy's got another one ready to I go. I feel like David just gives us hits for fun at David, this point. David, at this point, he's dropping hits for fun. He's also in the camp. Look at Yemi Alade. I think she's dropped albums every single year Literally. for about four or five years. Literally. Another project's about to go. You know, they, they're working. Minus the albums, they're still giving us hit singles. Yeah. yeah. Hit singles. Yeah, 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 I can't working. think of the last, apart from already, from when he dropped already till now, what's the next big Shatter Wiley single? Cat boy, you caught me cold on that one. Exactly. But you ask me, me ask about Stone Boys, I'll give you like four or five. <laughs> 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 ask me about Quincy Alpha, I'll give you four or five. Yeah, Kitty, I'll give you four or five. Kitty, Kwame, Kwame Eugene, King, King, King Promise, yeah, I'll give you four or five. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Effia. Effia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miss V, yeah, yeah. I'll give you four or five. But then Shatter dropped um, already and Wiz is a smart guy. Wiz is a hard worker. Yeah, These smart. are guys, this is what makes them great because mm. they're there. They, they don't need to keep going. They can chill back, but no, they want to keep going. And this is what will make these guys live live forever. The catalog is ridiculous. This, they live forever. Point. I'm pretty sure at this point, my great, great, great grandkids were playing their music. Yeah, 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 there's enough cutting. Honestly. They're, absolutely. I, I agree with you. Completely. Honestly. Well, now it's time for a brand new segment where we share with the audience new content that they should check out from music to arts to film. Uh, my brother Rod Rance, uh, what is your recommendation this week for our Afrobeats podcast viewers and listeners? What would you like to recommend to the people? What music, what new music is out there that you've seen or, or, or movie that you believe that they should go out there and check? Yes. Um, so Ike Chooks has just recently the, dropped the a, EP. Yeah, the EP. Yep, yeah, the two single EP. Uh, I featured one of the songs calling on our show this week. I I, I feel like Ike is a very talented brother, Absolutely. both musically and dance-wise. And, and I feel acting. like And acting as well. And he's also, he has his head screwed on. Yep. Like, you know when somebody knows what they want and, and how they want to achieve Facts. it and they set out to do it that way. Yep. That's why I like Ike. Mm. So definitely Ike Chooks. And my second would be, I would say Salatio. 
Salatio. Yeah. He, he had a big record on the Beyonce project exactly. too. Exactly. So Salatio. Yeah. Baby, oh. <laughs> water. Baby, oh. I love that record, bro. Yeah. That's a record. So Salatio obviously had a big record on the Beyonce. Yep. He's got an album dropping, I think, end of this month. Fantastic. I'm and obviously, I'll be real. Prior to that album, I did not know Salatio existed. Was cool. Yeah. When the album dropped, yeah. it got raised to my attention by Big Game and various other Camille yeah, artists. Yeah. And since then, I've been watching following and, and following Saletio. Yeah. So to see an album drop of that magnitude, yeah. and he's got features from, who did I see on there? Tenny's on there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got, I think, three or four Nigerian features on there. Okay. Which are big features. So I'm, ex- I'm excited for the album. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I feel like it'll be a good album. Yeah. Now, one thing I will say if he sees this, Salatio, I hope you don't become one of those coming artists where you've made it and you're not looking to bring people up with you. Because mm. that's what irritates me with, with, with artists. Mm. So I, 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 I hope that the album's a success. I feel like it will sound them. amazing. And then he uses it to introduce other yes, people. Yes, yes. I hope you use it to improve the industry as a whole and not just yourself. Fantastic. My uh, selections this week will be CKEP Boyfriend. Oh my god. That's a project. I love no, that I, project. I'm not gonna lie to you. CK, the project boyfriend is amazing. Mm. I, you know, it's without doubt that the brother is talented. Genius. Anyway. I call him the Beethoven of Africa. Yep. Yeah. Genius. Musically, Genius. That when you listen to him, you know that this guy has incredible Genius. And the project boyfriend is absolutely every single stunning. song. Every all the songs are in my Valentine's Day. Absolutely, every, kiss stunning. me through the phone. Yeah, JJ Wine, felony, felony. It's, it's amazing. Oh my god! So go check that one out. And the second one would be the movie on Netflix called Namaste Wahala, which is basically it's about um you know an Indian guy you know falling in love with a Nigerian girl and both of them trying to get married. Oh, and yeah, it's big on Netflix at the moment, and it just looks you know it's bringing both cultures together. Yeah, I approve of it. Yeah, not same. only because. It looks like a fun movie, but it's also a subject matter within, you know, our community, especially here in the UK, that needs to be addressed. Yes. Because a lot of Africans and Asians do come together, fall in love, and the differences in their background sometimes comes in between the marriage. So, you know, I I think this looks like an amazing movie. Namaste Wahala on Netflix. Mm. Go and check that out. Uh, It's definitely going to be a good watch. So make sure you check that out. And finally... We end in the States where Kenyan and Hollywood superstar Lupita Nyong'o's best-selling children's book about colorism will now become a Netflix animated musical. The picture book was released back in 2019 and illustrated by Vashti Harrison. It follows a young Kenyan girl called Suwe who wishes for her dark skin that is the color of midnight to become lighter. The story explores colorism, self-esteem, and understanding true beauty. What are your thoughts about this story and where it's going, my brother? Prior to the book even being written and released, yeah. I was a big fan of Lupita. Mm. Once the book was written and released, I became a huge a bigger fan, fan of Lupita. She addressed a big elephant in Literally. The and another is being taken to the level of being produced as an animated movie. Yeah. She's, to me, one of the most influential black people of our time. Facts one of the most influential black people of our time. And, right. and that is a big issue to address yes. because that colorism thing, especially having been back to Cam- in Cameroon and seen how many bleaching products are around, how people are bleaching, how people are upset with their skin tone, yeah. the things that people say, the things yeah. that people hear in school. Yeah. Music, like, yeah. what we create in music back home. Literally. Celebrating like, fair skin over yeah. dark skin. Music videos, always yeah. using, like, 
you don't see it as much in the UK. It's there. It's there. It's there. It's huge. But I feel like back home, it's even harder. It's even. It's even hot. It's more harsh. So I, like addressing that issue, and that's something that I'm worried about when I have my future children. Facts. I don't ever I'm want to feel as though even my sisters. Yeah. I don't want to ever feel as though they're not good enough because their skin tone is too dark. Yeah. That's that's, that's no. Absolutely. Doesn't. So addressing that issue. That's one of the biggest issues that needs to be addressed amongst us black people. Mm. And the fact that she's done that makes her, in my opinion, one of the most influential black people of our time. On that note, I'd like to say thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. Find us every single platform that's Spotify, Apple, we're on Yanga TV as well. Like, share, subscribe. A big shout out to the people supporting us. As always, I am Maurice, you know, Afro Scene TV, LM Media, and of course, Afri Media Studios for the incredible work behind the scenes. And to my guest today, Rod Rance, for coming into the studio as always. You can check him out on uh, West Side Radio every Wednesday night between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Am I right? Yes, correct. Facts. Make sure you check that out. You can listen worldwide as well. Yes. And from me, Adesha Pearl, Olajide, simple, peace, and we're out. Yay!